0: This show is brought to you in part by Temple Sporting Goods, powered by AdCraft. For more information on creating great gear for your team, contact them at 563-243-1304 or at templesports.com. Hey, NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe here with John Cooper. Uh, We are both uh, sheltered in place here. Uh, we are in separate rooms connected by Facebook Messenger. Thank God for technology, because if it weren't for technology, we wouldn't be able to bring you Madonna head coach Brian Foose on to the show. Coach, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you? Hey, we're we're doing good. Um, you know, but uh, John, as a school teacher, is you know obviously working from home right now. I'm working from home. Uh, you know, I, I can't complain too much, uh, but I can't imagine for for y'all that working from home ahead of your inaugural season is really um, what y'all envisioned. Um, how has that gone for you, and how have y'all gone about creating the team culture that you're after in the midst of a pandemic?
1: Yeah, obviously that puts a little bit of a, a kink into the plans, you know. You got uh, gotta change the direction and how you do it. You can still accomplish those things, though. Um, so, like we've we've been in daily contact with our guys, still obviously making sure that they're getting it done in the classroom. Uh, you know, they check in with coaches, talking about what subjects they're going to work on. And um, you know, one of the struggles that they've got is you know that communication with those professors and <laughs> The thing I've told them is, hey, those professors need that contact as well. Um, so we've been in touch with them that way, and uh, we, we put together a video of them uh, doing some of the workouts that, we showed, that we've that uh, we shared with them um, and sent that out. So try and do things that way and do some, you know, Zoom meetings, those sorts of things. But, hey, get through it as, as best you can and,
2: and make a positive out of a negative. Hey, Coach, let's talk about you for a little bit, your background and everything. Um, you know, you, you've been successful other places. You've helped build up another program. Um, just just talk about your background. Uh, well, I'm, I'm originally from Ohio uh,
1: and then went to college down in Columbus. And after I got done playing, I uh, got really my start at Ohio Dominican uh, with Dale Carlson. Uh, when that program started. So that was the first startup I was involved with. Um, was there for five years, had an outstanding experience, uh, won, won a conference championship in year four. And then uh, Chris Oliver got the, the head coaching job down at Lindsey Wilson in Kentucky, uh, another startup program. And I was very fortunate to be asked to go with and, and very grateful for that. So I was actually there for eight years and seven seasons Um, learned, learned a lot at both places on just that process of, of starting a program. Obviously, Lindsay saw it from ground up and, uh, you know, we, we developed a a pretty good program uh, pretty quickly there. And it it was an awesome time down there. And, but I decided to get a little bit closer to home and took the job at Baldwin Wallace. Uh, I was there for two seasons and that was a turnaround. Um, so before we got there, uh, Jim Hilvert was the new head coach there, and he brought me with him, uh, gave, gave me that opportunity. But before we got there, they were three and seven, and we went six and four our first year, and then eight and two our second year. So uh, pretty quick turnaround on it, and, you know, then the The Madonna opportunity came open and you know it's kind of a perfect storm for me where it's still uh, close to to home for me Uh, not for my wife I moved her seven hours away from her family so she's a trooper and uh, is on board with everything but uh, it's it's been a blast since I've I've been up here and you know getting everybody is excited about football and and bringing those guys on board too so
0: now I know that y'all have probably got to have the first game on your schedule circled for many, many reasons. Obviously, it's the first game, but it's also against Lawrence Tech, who is roughly 20 minutes away. Yeah, um, that's about right. Um, and, and their head
1: coach is an outstanding person, uh, so he, I, I've gotten to know him a little bit over the last year and a half or so. Um, it, it, I just want to be able to line up and run a play, you know, uh, <laughs> offensively and defensively. So, you know, we'll, we'll be, we'll be ready to go. Our guys are going to be excited about it. Um, you know, for us, it, it's that inaugural game. Um, that, that's going to be the big thing for us. You know, it's, there's going to be
2: a ton of hoopla around that game and it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey coach. Uh, you know, we just talked about wanting to call a play. Describe what your offensive style is. Well, uh, Matt Wright is our offensive
1: coordinator, and he was actually down at Lindsay with me. Uh, so he's going to be calling them. Uh, I'll be coaching on the offensive side, but he's going to be calling it. And so we're going to be, you know, up-tempo, um, you know, the RPO stuff spread out, and, um, you know, take what the defense gives us. And, you know, I know that sounds cliche, but it's just good, smart football. You take what the defense gives you and and go from there.
0: You talked about having, um, you know, a lot of hoopla around that first home game against Lawrence Tech. Uh, That is one of four home games you get. Um, Talk about how you're preparing your team to be road warriors. Uh, we, we haven't talked about it too much yet. Uh, they,
1: they've obviously seen the schedule and, you know, we, we let them know, hey, you know, we'd rather play 11 and have four of those or seven of those be on the road than, than play 10 games. I'd rather get that 11 game in. So even if it's an extra road game, just to have that 11th opportunity, I think, is extremely important. Um, you know, there's one stretch in the, in the season that we're going to be on the road for a month straight. So that is, that is going to be rough. Um, good part is a couple of those games, uh, are, are day trip games where we're not going to have to stay overnight. So that, that'll be a little bit better.
2: Coach, you know, you talked about Lawrence Tech being that first game. Can you just talk about, you know, you've been a mid South guy for so long and now you're uh, going into the Mid-States Football Association. Uh, just talk about that conference. And it's, me and Corey definitely believe that's the toughest conference there is to play in week in, week out. Um, j- just talk about that a little bit. Well, when I was at Ohio Dominican, we were
1: actually in the, the Mid-States. Obviously, that was a while ago. Um, heck, that was back when, when Marion first started their program. And, and they're in a much different place now. Uh, but uh, it, it's been it was a tough conference back then. Uh, I remember back that first year at Ohio Dominican, Walsh was still there, and they, they were the first team we played. And then we followed that up with, with St. Francis. Um, you know, both were, were, you know, top, I think, 13 ranked teams at that point. Um, hey, it's going to prepare you for the playoffs. And that's the way I look at it. You know, if you're competing in the mid states and, and doing that, then you're going to be ready for the playoffs. And, you know, the Mid-South, the the thing I think that's different between the Mid-South and the Mid-States is, you know, obviously the Mid-South is a little bit larger geographically where you maybe have a little bit longer road trips. Uh, but there's a there's a ton of speed and athletes in the Mid-South. Um, and, and there's a ton of speed and athletes in the Mid-States too. But I think you have maybe a little bit tougher defenses in the Mid-States. So we're going to have to, Know, work our tails off as coaches, and you know, be able to recruit the guys we need to be able to compete at that level, um, and, and compete week in and week out because
0: you don't have a week off in the in the mid states. So, speaking of of defense, um, your defensive coordinator, uh, you are getting—he's a um, Michigan State uh, grad uh, there. Just talk about uh, the general idea of what y'all are wanting to do on defense
1: yeah we're we're gonna be we want guys that are extremely athletic um we want to be able to run well um you know and mix up uh you know what we're doing coverage wise with with what's best um you know the tough part with not having spring ball this year is we don't quite know what we've got yet and we're gonna have to figure that out quickly in the fall you know, we can watch them work out and think that they they look pretty good. Um, but when they put the shoulder pads on, they might not be very good good at all or not quite the, the type of guy that we thought they were. So, um, and there's going to be some guys that step up and, and are, are more talented than we thought they were. So that's going to be the toughest thing, and that's on both sides of the ball, really. Um, you know, we're going to have to figure out what type of team we are and, and be able to do that, but yeah, you know, the biggest thing is 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 we want to create things that happen. I want to be an aggressive style on both sides of the ball and make things happen rather than react to things that are happening.
0: Um, going back to the to the schedule a little uh, bit, y'all have got effectively a home and home with fellow uh, Mid States rookie program Judson. Um, yep. Talk about talk about how uh, how that fits and how that came about a little bit.
1: Well, we, obviously, with both of us it, it coming, because we're both playing as independents that first that first year, so I knew that they were going to be struggling to find games too. So I think I was the first one to bring it up to them, and thought it was an easy way for us to get two games that are one or you know not only home but also two games that are, you know, hopefully going to be competitive for either team. And, you know, anytime, obviously, your first year program, you want to find those, those games that, one, are going to challenge you, but two, that, you know, are going to be games that you can be in and be competing with um, right away. Um, you know, we're, we're building this thing with high school graduates. I'm not building it with transfers. And, you know, we want to be able to, Provide an opportunity for those guys to be successful on the field too. Uh,
0: for the folks at home, just uh, explain what you mean by independent.
1: Uh, so we are accepted into the Mid States Football Association. We are not playing a Mid States football schedule that first year. They had the way that their schedule goes, uh, scheduling goes. It was on a nineteen-year, nineteen and twenty cycle and then starting the 21 cycle we will be in a mid-states associated schedule so we will not be able to win a mid-states conference championship the first year we still can make the playoffs and do those things i know i'm talking about things that are step you know 98 out of 100. Uh, but we still have the ability to do that uh we're just not officially in the conference. We're officially in the conference, but we're not playing a conference schedule. Coach, Even though we're know, we, we're we playing talked, all conference opponents,
2: coach. You, you know, we talked about uh, you guys being right there, basically in Detroit. Uh, you know, can you just talk about just as a like an 18 year old kid? You're talking about taking high school kids, and uh, just uh, can you just talk about what what the Detroit has to offer as a city. I've heard great things about it lately.
1: Yeah, downtown Detroit is probably about 20 minutes from us. So we're actually located in Livonia, Michigan, uh, which is about a 100,000 population community. Uh, So we're we're in a great location. We're probably about 15 minutes from the airport. And you couldn't ask for a better spot. You know, you, you talk about quality of life and... Being able to go out and do things and experience that college atmosphere, um, we've got that. And, you know, you want to get off campus and go out to eat, you can do that. You want to go to the movies, you can do that. Go to a mall, they're all right around here. You want to go down to a Tigers game, it's, you know, 15, 20 minutes from you. So, um, really a a great location, kind of the the best of of both worlds. you know, where I went to school, Otterbein, was probably about 15, 20 minutes from downtown Columbus. And, you know, I, I just love that setting where you've got all the amenities of the big city. And, you know, you're not quite in the big city, too, where you can still have that small uh, college atmosphere that you want to. So it's a nice mixture.
0: Coach, you were one of uh, two uh, coaches um that went along as official representatives of the NAIA along to the national championship game now I know that you you've seen some championship level football at, at Lindsay but just talk about um, you know kind of what you saw being around those two teams in, in a championship week
1: it, you know the thing that I took away and obviously I was around Morningside more because that was the team I was assigned to um just the efficiency of practice that I saw um, you know that that's important to me um, you know that's the type of of practices that I'm used to uh, with the places that I've been having those efficient practices that transition from drill to drill guys working hard on technique you don't have to beat on players to have a great practice and that that's something that we did a lot down at Lindsay um, you know, doing a lot of practices that guys are focusing on technique rather than just beating on each other, and that—that's what I saw a lot of. Um, and guys didn't make mistakes. You know, I'm sure the the morning side coaches might say something different, but from an outsider looking in, you know, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a ton of mistakes that you that at least as an outsider you knew about. And you know, when you see those type, like I said, efficient practices. Uh, guys working hard, guys focused, and and knowing, you know, the talent level that we had when we were at Ohio Dominican and at Lindsey Wilson, we were right there competing on a, on a national level too. So uh, I feel like I know the the type of players that we need in order to compete at that level. And then you know, having having been in those games as a coordinator um, has been really, hopefully, turns out to be really big for me.
2: Coach, this is going to be the last question for me. I just want to ask on your football team, what is the most important position group and why is it the offensive line? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I caught most of that. I heard something about the most, posi- most important position on the off- Why is it the offensive line? That's it. <laughs> hey, it, it is because, you know, here's the
2: thing you can't fake it up front. You know, you, you've got to be able to, to do what you need to do up front, and you know you can't
1: hide somebody, so uh, that you get exposed up front very quickly. Um, you know, and obviously you got to have that the the quarterback on the offense and on the defense. You got to have the guy that's going to get you make sure the guys are in the right spot. Um, but the the O line and D line, those are the guys that. You know, they're hitting every single play, and if they aren't getting it done, uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, you know, so, and, and I found that qu- out quickly at, uh, at Baldwin Wallace, too. So it was, uh, it, you can't fake it up front.
0: All right, Coach, you get to bring back one winter or spring sport. They're going to be immune from the effects of the virus, but you get to bring one back. Are you bringing back the Red Wings, the Pistons, or the Tigers?
1: (laughs) I'm going to say the Tigers because I had uh, tickets to the Tigers to see the Indians play. I I know I live in Detroit, but I'm still an Ohio fan type guy, so uh, we love the Indians. We were supposed to go, I think it was April 5th or something like that. Um, my, My daughter's birthday is April 8th. So we were we were going to a Tigers game uh, that Sunday before.
0: Fun. I was just watching um, today, Coach, the uh, uh, game one of the '95 World Series uh, between uh, my Braves and your Indians. That was that was a fun one. <laughs> I tell you that, and that was the the area that I grew
1: up with. Was you know I still remember when the Indians were terrible and they were at the mistake by the lake and Bye. all that. And, my dad actually purchased tickets to the last uh, series at, at Old Municipal Stadium. So, yeah, so we were, we were there for that. But that was the era that I grew up with was, the, you know, the Kenny Loftons
2: and the Album Bells and all of those guys. So um, had a lot of
1: fun with going to Indians games when we were at Baldwin-Wallace and, uh, you know, love to try and catch them every time we're up here.
0: I paused the uh I paused the game and, and made my wife look. I said, Look, sweetheart. Eddie Murray. <laughs> you've <laughs> You've got Manny Ramirez. Oh yeah, gosh. Yep. Who who batted between them? Oh my gosh. Well you got
1: Albert Bell, you got Paul Serrano. you got Carlos Bayer. Do
0: I need to keep going? It's But but I, I I said there are you've got right there in that coming up lineup, you've got two Hall of Famers and one who's gonna be. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think they were all batting around three hundred. They were. Um, Sandy, Sandy Alomar was in there? Sure was. Um, there was a only only uh, two-hole hitter. Was the only one I hitting three hundred. But, you know, these folks aren't here for, for baseball was, talk, even though we can do I it. I think it was Omar Vizquel. It was Vizquel. Well, not, not then. Not then, maybe. It was Vizquel. But it was Vizquel.
1: Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. But
1: maybe, maybe, maybe Robbie Alomar, he was in there, too, in, in some of the later
0: years. Yep. Sad. So, well, all right, Coach, it has been an absolute blast having you on. I knew it would be. Um, <laughs> so we are we are eagerly awaiting the start of any sort of football, any sort of hitting, uh, any sort of sports you could put on competitive underwater basket weaving right now, and I think I'd watch it.
2: <laughs>
0: but um, heck
1: yeah, heck yeah. Well, any time you guys are, are welcome to come up here, we'd love to have you. Um, I appreciate everything you guys do with with promoting NAI football, and uh, keep it up, keep doing it. And uh, like I said,
0: you want to come up here and, and uh, see that first game, you are more than welcome. Absolutely, coach. <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see what we can do. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, hey, coach. Co- no, you Thank say, you, coach.